0: Wake up, campers. It's a
1: glorious morning. Today is evaluation day.
0: The key word here is value. Do you have any?
2: Not yet. But by the end of the summer, this camp is going to be filled with skinny winners.
0: Skinny wieners? Yeah, guys. <laughs> Hello and welcome. This is the Scuba Guys. My name is Chris, and with me I have my co-host Josh.
2: Hey Chris, you know when I was younger I used to go to camp, and yeah. uh, I had the best way that they would wake me up. Like every single day they'd wake me up like this. You want to hear it? Yes. Uh, the 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 would say, "Wake up, campers! It's glorious morning. Today's evaluation day, and the key word is value. Do you have any? Not yet. But at the end of the summer, this camp is going to be full of skinny winners."
0: Did you just say skinny wieners?
2: Skinny wieners. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, say wieners?
0: <laughs> Weird. Uh, fantastic. That's that's a good way to wake up. But yeah, like I mentioned, we are the Scuba Guys. Uh, this is a podcast where we deep dive into movies, showing you the uh, wonderful treasures that we can uncover from the depths. This week, as you might notice from Josh's quote, is a movie called Heavyweights from 1995. Uh, it's a smaller, uh, kind of hidden gem. Uh, it's one of those movies I feel like either you watch this obsessively, like I did, or you have never heard of it. But that yeah, is I, the feel, movie.
2: I feel like I heard of it later on in life. Like I kind of saw the I, re, I always remember seeing the movie poster but yeah i don't ever remember watching the movie
0: right okay yeah i know it's one that i saw many times uh so it's a movie about a kid named jerry who gets sent by his parents to fat camp and uh what is going to be a wonderful camp that has go-karts and a, a blob and uh, kind of stuff is bought by a character named tony perkins played by ben Siller, who uh tries to turn it into an infomercial and makes it a living hell
2: yeah i mean it, it is pretty fucking terrible what he does to those kids but he's so yeah. dedicated he wants to make money off of them and he's just like no more time for fun all these kids always had fun at this fat camp i put in quotes because nobody ever really (laughs) lost any weight there but he's trying to flip it around and make money off of it right
0: yeah and so this movie is directed by steve brill i think we may have mentioned him a bit with our last uh the
2: the name sounds familiar
0: yeah so he's one of those guys that's worked with adam sandler kind of stuff he wrote on movies like little nicky so did i did i
2: mention that he, he, so he was a writer in that movie, that yeah, uh, Wedding Singer?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. He was part of Wedding Singer. And then also related the cable guy, his, the guy who wrote this movie with him was a guy named Judd Apatow, which we, uh, of course, talked about. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he helped, Joe wrote heavy, he helped write heavyweights too? Yes, Steve Brill and Joe Davitao wrote heavyweights together.
2: So I'm looking at Steve Brill now, and that I, I mentioned him, but I didn't mention him because he wrote on... Well, I don't think I did. I don't think I mentioned him because he wrote on Wedding Singer. He was Glenn's friend in Wedding Singer. Remember I said he looked really familiar? Wait, that's
1: the, the, the yes. guy who...
2: That's the yeah. friend who's like, yeah, my dad
0: died. What, well, you want to bring that up too or whatever? I didn't realize that's him. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. Okay yeah that is him i'm looking at the picture you're right wow okay amazing so he was another movie he also directed the three mighty ducks movies did You ever watch oh. those? <laughs> yeah of course i did
2: man i yeah. i mean you saw me today i was wearing a ducks jersey
0: that's fair yeah uh, and as you may have noticed a lot of the kids are in this movie are oh, mighty ducks kids
2: I, I actually have that in my notes uh keenan thompson and that uh oh man i forget what his name is but that like hispanic Josh. guy Josh. Yeah. Yeah. But I forget the actual name, Uh, but he, uh, he was in mighty ducks as well.
0: Yeah. And so was, uh, Aaron Schwartz who plays Jerry in this. He was also in the first mighty ducks movie. You know? Oh yeah, that's right.
2: That's right. Yeah. I remember him. One thing I was going to say, the guy who plays Josh, did you hear about all his recent troubles?
0: I was going to bring that up later, but yeah, Sean Weese is his name. And yeah, he had a rough time recently. Yeah, I remember drugs seeing a picture and,
2: of him. And yeah, he looked like super yeah. old and just like all methed out. Everybody yeah. messing around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he spent a lot of time with drugs and all that kind of stuff. It was real rough. But I'm going to send you a picture. You'll see that Aaron Schwartz, who plays uh, our main character, Jerry, he, he went the other way. Uh, what was it that you called it with the, the other actor in the, the previous movie we watched? A grow up. A glow up, yeah. He glowed up. Look at that guy. That is a gorgeous man.
2: No way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll post this of course
0: though. on the Facebook page. But yeah, Aaron Schwartz. He uh, he became a very attractive uh, man there.
2: Oh, are we going to talk about glow downs too? <laughs> we got to do. We got to do <laughs> the other one. I mean, since we brought up uh, Josh, is the actor who plays Josh. We might as well put that up. Too. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sean Weiss, He he glowed down. I guess I could put that on the the thing too. If you really want me to share his darkest <laughs> times he's Goldberg on the uh, um, heavy or the mighty ducks movies. Yeah. So he's yep. in like all three of them and he's one of my favorite characters in there. So it's a bummer that that happened to him. <sighs> drugs do the body bad.
2: What are you going to do? I mean, yeah. aside from not doing drugs, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> talking about cable, Guy, which was our previous movie, this movie was done right before uh cable guy. So, um, before they went off and made that movie, Judd, Judd Apatow and Ben Stiller were working on Heavyweights, so it was wow, kind of like okay. one into the other. We'll get in. We'll get into a lot more of that when we get into the plot. I don't want to spoil too much here, but I think I think we're ready to dive in and uh, and all discover the the secrets as we go along. What do you think? You ready are? to rock? Yeah, let's do this.
2: Let's do it. So just like your movie Back to the Future, we open up on clocks again or a clock weird, i should right? say and then the bell rings and they burst into the hallway and i've never had this experience because i i think mainly because i've never uh, went to an indoor high school like all of mine i grew up in southern california so everything was outdoors Whoa. right
0: <clears throat> weird it's so like, like outdoor campus
2: yeah, so, like, the uh, the hallways and stuff, everything was outdoor.
0: Would that be, like, multiple buildings, or how did that work?
2: Yeah, yeah, there are buildings that are attached, and then there's, you know, like, walkways, it's, everything
0: is a freestanding building. Weird. See, but, I grew up in Wyoming, where it snows half the time, so... Uh, yeah, so I never had a deal it with it. Uh,
2: so, anyway, they all burst into the hallway and start throwing uh, papers, and
0: every all the shit goes flying, right? You know, I do remember kind of seeing that. I mean, this is exaggerated, but I do remember seeing that in high school, the papers. Really, just,
2: like, everybody just, like, storming out down the
0: hallways? A much calmer version of it. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow.
2: Uh, so after that, I remember I, there's a flash to the past immediately where you see this guy with mullets and stuff <laughs> like that. Weird in but,
0: 95, right?
2: Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, you see that it's East Henderson School, that's where they go. And the kid who you don't quite know yet misses the bus.
0: Yeah, dude, why was that bus leaving so early? There's so many kids still left, and the bus is already leaving. Yeah, so like it, the
2: school immediately ended, and then the bus driver's like,
0: and the summer for me too, kids. <laughs> right. I'm gonna see it on my butt. Goofy goofy <laughs> rubber.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good movie. I like it. Yeah. So he's walking home now because he misses the bus and you read really see his uh, him be able to demonstrate his athletic abilities when a baseball goes over the fence while people are playing baseball and he grabs it and he goes to throw it. It must be like four times where
0: he tries to throw
2: it back over. And every single time it hits this fence and bounces back at him.
0: So I will tell you, my daughter was in baseball earlier this spring, and I had that happen uh, where it flew over to me. I was like on that other side of the fence. And when I threw it back, I hit the fence and I had thrown (laughs) it. As an an adult, man. Yeah, it was so embarrassing. Wow. I've been there recently.
2: So they were like, oh, that's where she got her athletic abilities. (laughs) Not because she sucks, but because you guys have the same exact outlook.
0: Me and a nine-year-old child are both still the (laughs) same. Yeah.
2: So anyway, uh, he continues walking home after that, and then there's this dog that starts like very angrily barking at him, and he starts being all scared at first, and then right before he walks away, he barks back at the dog, and then just (laughs) runs. Right. It's like why would (laughs) you? Why? And then he gets uh, after that after that. Well, he gets to that lemonade stand on his way home. So this whole thing is like his trip home. And then this like kid selling gag, lemonade. Yeah. Who's that? Oh, the gag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he yeah, pays them. slams like money down on the table and just chugs it right out of the freaking jug
0: yep yep it's real nasty
2: yeah so we see him arrive at home right after that and he looks questionably at this vehicle in the driveway and as he gets in he sees his parents he finds them out in the living room there's this guy there who's talking him to about uh, talking to him about a camp right and 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 his dad
0: of course is uh, uh, Jeffrey Tambor Um, yeah
2: so uh, we talked last episode I think about arresting development and that's a big part yeah, that I know him from but also i think the biggest thing i recognize him from prior to me watching because i watched arrest development after this but uh the yeah. grinch
0: oh yep he's, yep, the, he he's the, the mayor
2: may. Mayor Huvier in the in the grinch and then uh oh, wait. the guy i misquoted i misquoted he's not yeah. mayor Huvier because it's lisa may who isn't it
0: isn't that his wife though but we're not experts here. You know what I am an expert on here is uh anyways, <laughs> the guy uh selling him the camp is uh um Tim Blake Nelson. You get you seen this the guy before? name encore? sounds
2: familiar. What is he in?
0: Yeah. I do I love this guy. He's in all sorts of weird things like oh, Brother Where oh. Art Thou? He's in yeah, yeah, yeah. Buster uh Buster Scruggs. Yeah, most recently yeah, Buster Scrubs. a Buster Scruggs. That Buster Scruggs. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's like one of my favorite, like in the camp of Steve Buscemi's of funny looking dudes who are funny. He's yeah, like, yeah. he's in that camp of just like here. You need an ugly guy who's funny. I got the guy for you. Yeah, <laughs> and of he's, he's super funny. great.
2: And you you mentioned, No oh, brother, where, at thou, where Art thou? Great yeah. fucking movie. And he oh, yeah. does play a great character in that, too.
0: Yep, definitely. So anyways, yeah. So he shows off a camp to him.
2: Yeah. And he starts by showing him this video. And in the video, that's when you see Jerry Stiller. I didn't know that he was in the movie. Ben yeah. dad and then it shows a fun quick flash of them doing jumping jacks. So, as I'm watching, I know the movie's called Heavyweights, right? And I understand what the movie's about before I watch it. So, I write down jumping jacks right there because I'm like, ah, oh, shit, so they just flash it. So, I thought they were like tricking him and all this fun stuff that you see is fake yeah. and the jumping jacks is the only thing that's real." But uh he gets all mad and he's like, "It's a fat camp." <laughs>
0: I love the, why don't you go there? You're fatter than I am. To his dad. <laughs> He tells his dad that, yeah. Uh,
2: and then it, one of your favorite things, the jump cut, just like we talked about in the very first episode of our show, the swingers yeah. episode, was he's like, I'm not going. And then it jump cuts to the airplane. He's on the airplane on his way there.
0: That's, it's such a simple joke, but every time it gets me, when it's like, actually, the opposite happened.
2: Yeah, so... Uh, he is sitting there by himself, and he has like a long face. And the stewardess comes up and says, "Hey there, Mister Man." I don't remember exactly what she says, yeah. but she gives him a wing pin, you know, like you get when you're on an airplane. When you're a kid. I never
0: got one of those as a kid. Did You?
2: You never got one? Yeah, I got what, one.
0: What the hell? No, I I only flew uh, twice as a kid. But
2: yeah, me same same as me. I think the first time I really remember being on a plane, I think I was 21. Kay. Prior to that, I know that I got I know I got uh, the wing pins when I was younger, but I don't really. remember remember the flights
0: i i never was cool enough
2: so uh after that keenan thompson's character comes around what's his name yeah. in this
0: movie? keenan thompson plays a character who is named roy roy, roy. that's right roy. yeah and so, I, I freaking love keenan thompson in this he's he's great in everything but yeah he's great in this
2: but he i mean how he can't be that old in this he must be like 12 years old maybe and he's already such a good actor, like so comfortable acting, you know. And it's crazy because you watch him through like all of that and you watch him through Kenan and Kel and just, you know, all this stuff all the way up to SNL, which he's on now. And you're like, man, yeah. this kid was yeah. always just so comfortable.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, in this, he he's like 12 years old, 11, 12 years old. And yeah, this is like one of the earliest things he did along with he did Mighty Ducks too, And then he did this. This was his second uh, movie wow yeah, you know so i like saw really... him
2: uh when i was younger i saw him at Knott's berry farm him and danny tamborelli remember him the red-headed kid from yeah, all that? yeah of course yeah. yeah they were both there watching like the wild west show and everybody was like surrounding them and shit and i was like man i remember really young thinking like man that must suck like it was so cool for me to see them from tv right. you know yeah. but i was like geez they can't even sit here and have fun like these little kids just being surrounded by people
0: yeah they can't just be human yeah, so but...
2: anyway uh kenan thompson's talking to him and says are you going to fat camp Right. Say like he's like immediately why you say that. He's like, 'cause you're fat. And he's like, Is this your dad? And you then, that? Uh,
0: <laughs> because he's fat.
2: <laughs> and I thought that I thought that line was freaking hilarious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then he admits he's going to fat camp and he's like, And that's your dad too, huh?
2: Yeah. And he's like, No, 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 no. He's like, How did you know that? He's like, 'Cause I'm going fat camp
0: us are fat. We're going to fat camp.
2: Yeah. So after they get off the the flight, they're at the airport. And Kenan's kind of taking him under his wing. Or Roy, I should say. And all they meet with all the other uh, fat camp goers there. And he's like, hey, this is the new guy. And uh, that's when the Camp Hope bus comes up. Yeah. And that's when we see the driver, Pat for the first time.
0: Yeah, do you do you know this guy?
2: I don't. Like, he looks so familiar. Like I see him almost every day, but I don't really
0: He he's had a lot of like kind of smaller parts in most things he's been. Like he was in like Sleepless in Seattle, um for instance, and then he's like been on a bunch of TV shows here and there like People uh, in Seattle
2: There
0: you go. Uh he was in Modern Family um for quite okay. a few episodes and uh like Sabrina the Teenage Witch and just like he would just guest star in a lot of things. What he's doing now though is uh mostly um stage stuff a name that'll come up throughout our show i'm sure i'm sure is harvey firestein you know him
2: it sounds really familiar but i i can't put a face but to the name you
0: you do pull him up he's a uh weird uh he has a weird voice he's one that has like two voice boxes Two so voice boxes. yeah yeah or something like that it's some weird thing but basically he has a real weird unique voice because of it one of the biggest things he was in was
2: uh oh uh hold on don't tell me don't tell me no uh mrs doubtfire
0: yep Exactly. Yeah, well, he's he's like the one who talks like this. He's, uh, exactly. He's
2: in the Simpsons, right? <laughs> Hi, I'm
0: Harvey Sirestein.
2: I'm here is to it? tell you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he's yeah, in he the does, Simpsons. Does, does
2: he's the, Homer's a Simps- uh, assistant, I should say.
0: So I see a couple of pictures. I'll post these on the Facebook page as well. But this is a um, is Tom McGowan in a play hosted by or produced by Harvey Firestein? It's like a weird cross-dressing, interesting play. So because. That's kind of Harvey Firestein's uh, scene, is cross-dressing and whatnot. So
2: yeah, yeah, because he was the one dressing up. Uh, he was the one dressing up Robin Williams.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yep. So so yeah, as you can see, that's still Tom McGowan in those pictures in drag. So as, yeah, a, as a weird like middle-aged lady. But yeah, that's wow. mostly what he does is like uh, stage stuff. So that's where it's, he ended
2: up. I mean, imagine talk. So that's is. Are you saying that that's not his real voice?
0: Who Harvey Firestein? Yeah. No, no, that, that is his. Voice? Yeah, that's so
2: imagine talking like that the whole time
0: just constantly for your whole life. Yeah Anyways, yeah. that's a completely offside tangent. I just want to link him to Tom McGowan in those pictures Look, there
2: I, I I agree with you there, but you know me and my obsession with the Simpsons You start talking about the Simpsons and <laughs> I was
0: just like boom Immediately, yeah, talking about the Simpsons, they have a bus in that and they have a bus in this movie too. So, that bus, oh, goes yeah,
2: the hey, there you go. So, he pulls up and he says uh, that he's looking for several portly adolescents, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a great line. And then, and then he grabs uh Jerry and offers him to drive. He said, New guy drives the bus, do yeah, you know how to drive cool. sick? He says, No, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, Okay, never mind that. <laughs> right and then uh as they're driving by they he like pretends to to drive into these fast food places like it's an old you know fat joke we like hey you yeah. have fast food on your way to fat camp and <laughs> right. they get all excited and then he's like ah never mind you're a bunch of fatties but they pass by an old taco bell like i love seeing that old taco bell sign, yeah you know, the brown one uh, they pass by a checkers too have you ever seen a checkers
0: i've never been to a checkers i, I know it existed but i've never been there
2: yeah they have those in california and they've had uh a couple in Vegas too okay. that I used to go to. It's not very good. <laughs> I yeah. was just wondering if you heard of it. Nope, uh, nope. Uh, so as they're driving in, I don't. I really don't remember this uh, coming up later. I thought it was significant, so I wrote it down. But there's a kid with a stick shaking his head at the entrance.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So the theory is that like he's warning them that stuff's bad, that it's not good. But okay. that's that weird kid that's mostly mute throughout most of the movie. But then he well, he talks later on, which we'll talk about. But yeah, he's weird and mute most of the time
2: so after um i think keenan earlier really sells the camp by saying you're not going to get made fun of because you're the fat kid because you're Everybody's just fat. a fat kid you know amongst other fat kids or whatever yeah, so we're all the fat kids that, is what he said yeah that gives them some comfort and then after they get off the bus they have this counselor that used to be <laughs> a fat kid but now he's super skinny and they're all just teasing him like and and making fun of him for being skinny now and he's wearing this fucking ridiculous outfit and doing this weird dance like like twerking almost and i'm like what the fuck is going on right now right
0: that that guy by the way his name is peter fague he doesn't really act much but he produces and he produces some amazing things like uh he produced the movie spy did you see that one yes yes
2: the one with uh dave bautista
0: yeah and and he's a producer and what's her name jenny mccarthy
2: oh wait not, no, wait, no, I'm thinking what my think spy.
0: <laughs> nope, nope, I'm talking about spy the one with the spy, thing.
2: yes. I know what you're talking yeah. about. That's and Miranda weird. Hart.
0: Yeah, uh he, he's an executive producer on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I don't know if you watched that show, it's an interesting one. Yeah, it's I, I'm not gonna talk about it. Anyways, it's a good one. Uh but yeah, he he's produced all sorts of like awesome comedies and stuff. He was a producer on The Office.
2: No uh, way, he did an episode. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, he he just wow. produces it. Like he just he just is like funding these things. Oh, because like gotcha. i know they have like
2: a lot of guest producers oh that must because you his think name sounds familiar his name sounds familiar maybe that's where i saw it
0: yeah no I, he he does a lot of like little guest spots and stuff he produces but uh mostly he's behind the scenes but helping make these things happen so just i have money i'll make this thing happen yeah i kind of think but i do like that they tease him for being skinny
2: yeah i thought that i thought that was pretty funny but what the fuck kind of dance that guy's doing it's, anyway it's so uh everyone's arriving at camp for the first time and one of those people is a nurse named Julie. So she comes to introduce herself, and she walks across Pat. So Pat's the first person she talks to, and she's like, "Hey, I'm the new nurse, Julie. Uh, can you tell me where the infirmary is?" And he uh, he just freezes up, like he has <laughs> yeah. no idea where it is, right. and uh, so like, he doesn't I guess I'll give find another... it <laughs> Yeah, so she just leaves. And then he's explaining it, saying that he just freezes up. Yeah. You know, I like, I, you've been here longer than anybody. How do you not know? And he's like, I froze up. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Her name, that actress is Leah Lyle. She was in Little Mickey as well. She's also just in a bunch of little things here and there. Uh, this was kind of like the peak of her her career mostly.
2: Wow. Well, yeah, she did look kind of familiar, but I couldn't really put my yeah.
0: finger. Pro- probably from Little Mickey, I'm guessing, but yeah. Uh,
2: so as he's walking, Pat Pat is walking Jerry to his cabin. Yeah. And he asked him if he has a girlfriend, and he said no. Jerry said no. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you probably broke up with her. I break up with my girlfriend every summer. <laughs> you got to be free, you know? <laughs> like, all right, this guy's never had a girlfriend.
0: Uh, I have some proof for that later, but, yeah, I'll hold that off.
2: All right. And then yeah. that's when we're introduced to, uh I believe they're called the what wood- chipmunks. Chipmunks. I was going to say woodchucks. I was real close.
0: Yeah, ch- chipmunk cap.
2: And inside the uh, the little cabin, we meet his roommates, one of which is Josh, like we talked about. And I wrote, "Mighty hey. Ducks." Hey, Josh,
0: I remember yeah, that guy. Goldberg hip. Yep.
2: They give him the name Captain, and I believe right. Josh is the one who coins that that name. And the reason why they call him that is because he's still wearing his wings. Right. So they're like, like, hey, Captain, not stick, your you?
0: wings. you're not gonna do this all summer, are you guys? No, nah, we won't do that, Captain.
2: Yeah, and now Jerry is feeling all proud. He's close to the guys, and he's like, "Hey, guys, I want to let you guys know something." <laughs> I, snuck in, I snuck in some
0: oreos that's really brave of you
2: yeah and they're like oh wow and then they're like chipmunks download now and then everybody <laughs> starts just ripping candy and food from every single piece of the freaking cabin and their bodies <laughs> they got it taped across their bodies
0: Ta- help me take these salamis on my back they're really hurting yeah
2: this one kid has salami taped to his back
0: <laughs> This movie is uh, so gross. This has a lot of gross things in this movie. And this mm. scene, the nasty stuff melted on Nikki's yeah, yeah.
2: stomach, right? The British kid? Yeah, that the is? the chocolate that's all melted. That's so nasty. Yeah, pretty disgusting. And then the,
0: the other kid scrapes off his stomach and eats it. This isn't sanitary and then tastes it. It's so freaking gross. It's gross. Don't do that. Don't eat. So
2: in the video that we mentioned in the very beginning, trying to sell him on the camp, one of those uh, fun things aside from the jumping jacks and the, and the go-karts was a thing called the blob and the blob is this giant inflatable on the water where you jump off the pier, and when you land on one side, you shoot a kid off the other side. Heck yeah. And uh, this is when they actually get to go play on the blob. So he gets introduced to it, and they're they're having fun for the first day, and then they have this assembly, would you call it?
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, the account... Camp meeting.
2: Yeah, camp meeting. So that's when the camp owners come in. Jerry Stiller was one of those camp yeah. owners. Do you know and who the
0: other one is? The lady looks familiar,
2: but I don't remember what I know her uh, from.
0: Her name is Ann Mira, and uh she's in various things, uh mostly Ben Stiller related stuff because that's his mother.
2: No, wait. Oh, so that's his mom and dad right there.
0: Yeah, that's his parents right there. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, so she's is- she's in a bunch of Ben Stiller related things like reality bites, night in the museum, that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's his that's his mom and dad.
2: I did not know that that was his mom. There you go.
0: Bam, um, spring that on you.
2: So uh, anyway, when they come, they introduce themselves and everybody gives them a hi, hi-ya, 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 hi-ya. hiya, And uh, they start saying, hey, I just want to let you guys know we're no longer the owners. And they had to file chapter nine bankruptcy. So they had to sell the camp. They just dropped this bomb right there on the kids.
0: Right. And that's that, that, that kid with the stick, the silent kid, it like starts crying. Like they have a close up of him, like tear running down his face there, and it's it's a great <laughs> shot. Yeah,
2: it's so weird though, just out of nowhere, they just add it in there. Jerry Stiller's character says, uh, never let anyone sign your checks as he's leaving.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Word of advice, kids, never let anyone sign your checks. Yeah. It's
2: great. And then When uh, when that happens, lights come on, music comes on and you have all these spotlights, you know, everywhere and the super loud music. And you're introduced to a guy named Tony Perkis Jr. So he he comes in and he talks about how he's the new owner, kind of talks about how the camp, the future of the camp and what it's going to look like. He says that he doesn't interact with children much. And this will be his first time interacting with kids.
0: Right. He's like, as a as a single child who was uh raised completely with tutors, I'm excited to interact with pilgrim for the first time in my life.
2: Yeah. Uh, so you already know that this guy's kind of weird. And then he's really pushing that they're gonna attend this thing called the Apache Relay.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, which will come up multiple times, but uh you know what? No, I'm gonna save that. We'll talk about that later.
2: Sounds good. Um and then he mentions that his dad donated all the lightning fixtures. So he comes from money.
0: Yeah. The lighting you, uh, fixtures, not yeah. lighting. Yeah. If you're from if you're from the western uh, side of Pennsylvania, you'll be familiar with my father, Tony Perkins Senior, Perkins Senior. Yeah, and the lighting king fixture, whatever it's called, he provided all the lights for this camp. And then that <laughs> chandelier, it's,
2: it's, yeah, it comes down. It's a pretty good uh, imitation there. And it, I can tell you, it reminds me of Dodgeball, like almost immediately. So, yeah, right. did you ever he's watch Dodgeball? Of
0: course, yeah. And he plays. He's playing like the same character, this weird like failed yeah. fitness guy and. Like, yeah, he's play, and he, he's like, a-hole.
2: I know what it's like, because I used to be like you. And that's the same shit he does in, in yeah. Dodgeball. It's like the same yeah. exact character. Yeah, and then, you know, with, even when he calls he was, his team in.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, with Ben they, Stiller, I feel like he plays like three characters. Either A, just like this weird a-hole. B, plays uh, a weird romantic lead. C, plays like a weird, goofy, effeminate character, like in a uh, Zoolander. Or you know?
2: sometimes all three, like something about Mary. It's like a romantic... Slash able slash goofy guy.
0: He just has like three gauges, and he just adjusts them as needed to make his character. Like, yeah, I'm I'm joking here, but Ben Stiller has amazing range. Like, I really like his ability to act different characters. You know, he's not a John Wayne where he just shows up and
2: hey there, pilgrim.
0: (laughs) Hey there, pilgrim. (laughs) I'm playing the same character in each movie. I'm playing John (laughs) Wayne in this movie. Anyways, uh, by the way, we'll talk about this more as well later. But Ben Stiller, uh said so that the, all this stuff with their character he created and the movie they created they did they gave they, this was a disney movie right you saw the disney at the start disney yep. when they finished the movie and gave it to disney disney's like what did you give us what is this because uh disney who can market anything was like we don't know how to sell this movie like what did you give us
2: yeah you're so- like okay are we making fun of fat people i don't really know if i'm signed yeah. on for that
0: oh. You know, I kind of want to talk about that just so people understand we're not making fun of fat people. I really attached to this movie. I was never a fat kid, but I attached to this movie because I felt like an outsider, just like these kids felt. And that that's like the attachment I had to it as a child was like seeing these kids who they were outsiders, but they still were able to succeed, you know? And I always kind of felt that for the movie. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not making fun of them for being fat. When we we talk about this movie,
2: yeah, I mean it's kind of like an underdog story, right? That's what it feels like.
0: Yeah, exactly. And one other thing about this, also with Ben Stiller here, is I love when act when characters aren't even in the same movie. Um, like all the kids are like in this summer camp movie, and Ben Stiller is in like this weird like psychological thriller horror movie. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. Especially later on, it gets real weird.
0: Yeah, which, yeah, we'll talk about that. So anyways, yeah, he introduces himself.
2: Yep, and then his team comes in, uh, one of which is Kenny the Cameraman, who's yeah, going to be recording me. Yeah, that's when, I remember you mentioned it earlier that you remembered him as Kenny the Cameraman, and now...
0: Yep, Sammy from uh, Wedding Singer, sing guy there. Yeah, he's he's fantastic in this too.
2: Yeah, same like deadpan delivery that he always gives. Yep. After this, we find out that Pat is reassigned to the big house—that's what yeah. they call it anyway. So he's no longer over the uh, chipmunks, woodchucks, chipmunks. Who, it, yep. who is
0: over the chipmunks?
2: It's Laws.
0: Lars, I freaking love Lars. Uh, this guy is just amazing. Uh, uh, Lars, like, there.
2: Don't pee in Zavata. Don't drink Zavata. He just <laughs> peed in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that'll that'll all come later but yeah the, uh yeah tom hodges is this guy's name he's not in a lot of things uh to me he kind of has like a sexier carrie elvis look to him you see that
2: i have no idea who the fuck you're talking about
0: carrie elvis uh, uh carrie um, elvis elvis I, okay it just With sounded
2: like you were saying it in a uh, russian no. accent
0: carrie elvis no uh, uh he's in a uh, princess bride and uh robin had been in tights that guy.
2: Carrie Ellis. Oh, that guy looks familiar.
0: You've watched Princess Bride, right?
2: Uh, oh, dude. Super long time ago. Hardly remember. Uh,
0: well, he looks like Carrie Ellis to me, except like sexier. Anyways, uh, I love Lars. Lars might be my favorite character in the whole movie. He- he's fantastic. When I'm sleeping. Oh, he's,
2: I'm, oh I'm, Carrie Ellis is in Saw. That's where I know him from.
0: Okay. Yep. That's definitely what people think of when they think of Carrie Ellis. Yeah. I, yeah Lars is like, a, when I, I have a very extremely deviated symptom. So when I sleep, I make a. an odd noise i'm fine don't worry yeah (laughs) flash cuts to him going like just like making a gross like (gasps) noise
2: yeah so they can't fucking sleep and then the next day they wake up to the uh what i said in the very beginning the evaluation day keyword is value
0: do you have any not yet but you will (laughs)
2: uh so they do these really cool slide exercises by the way it's like that's a hockey exercise right there oh is it where you wear like slippery shoes and you like slide back and forth
0: yeah or if you don't want to pull a hammy and you're Jim Carrey.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that day they do weigh ins and they're measuring and taking photos, like before photos. So everything is like yeah. they're holding up a sign that says before on it. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. gosh, here we go.
0: All the posing there. And then uh, he does his butt. Uh, I think that's, is that Josh that does that with his butt, like holding the sign in front of his butt? And then yep. like, click, 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 click. You broke my camera.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and after lars does that he makes them swim and he starts pushing kids into the water oh it's right?
0: to nurse yeah nurse julie
2: nurse julie yeah and then he goes over yeah. and flirts with her but uh it's Aren't not you working worried about out the kids swimming
0: well. are you worried about kids drowning remember that
2: no no it's a buddy system right
0: a body system with the what? body
2: yeah body. and i was like buddy and, and then josh is there by himself just putting his hand up sitting <laughs> yeah. on the dock
0: yeah, buddy. Oh, the buddy system.
2: Uh, and then they talk about the softball game versus camp MVP.
0: I don't know if this is something. So the Apache relay later on, we'll find out they do every year. But I don't think the baseball thing is something they do every year. I'm not sure though. I can't really tell that in the movie here. It's yeah, like a, I couldn't
2: yeah. either. But they do it just to what? Do they do it just to embarrass them?
0: Yeah, that's it's part of his own embarrassment thing, which we see repeatedly in the movie. He just wants the kids to feel terrible and want to improve. He's like doing it through guilt. So it's a weird through yeah. this whole movie we'll see this Tony Perkis his concept here like of wanting to improve the kids his, his goal is good but his methods are bad you know
2: yeah like he ultimately wants them to do better but he just doesn't know how to do that probably
0: because he's so yeah. antisocial yeah never interacted with children before Yep,
2: that's how it worked with his dolls he's like do better during this uh, softball game that we're talking about versus Camp MVP, all the kids go to the nurse. <laughs> then they're all like injured, right? They're all like just getting all scraped up and stuff. The nurse is like, what's going on? And they say, we are percussizing."
0: <laughs> yeah. I also do like when uh, one of the kids asks to go to the nurse and Pat's like, yeah, but wait for somebody to come back first.
2: <laughs> and they're so terrible. And I think is who's coaching that team? Is it Pat? Uh, Pat's oh, trying no, to help I'll, him out from the no, stairs
0: or something. Well, Pat got sent away to the to go. Uh, um, he's a janitor. Take care of, yeah, he got sent to the clean something. So the person who's in charge of it is uh, uh, what's his name? The skinny guy, which I'm spacing out his names right now. Of uh, Roger.
2: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I just no, remember, no. I just remember somebody saying, uh, "Keep your eyes on the bat."
0: Yeah, t- it's Tim, the skinny guy. And he's like, "Keep your eyes on the bat. Keep your the, whatever on the ball." Like he's just like saying stuff. He's like, "I have no idea what I'm saying." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just play. That's yeah, Tim.
2: After the game, they go back to the cabin, and Tony yep. Perkis realizes that there's candy. Someone's been someone's been smuggling smuggling in candy, and doesn't With he even say weird... if they're if they're bringing candy in this camp, they're not a friend or something like that.
0: And then he does a weird laser pointer thing, like he's knocking on the the bed, and then like uses the laser to see the top of it before popping it open and pulling out the candy. Yeah,
2: like what the hell? And then he pops it open, he finds all this hidden candy. And then he calls over Keenan's character, Roy. <laughs> like like you know like searches him and then finds it in his leg and it's like it's a gun he's like this guy is packing and like finds yeah,
0: his uh and the pests in, the pests fall on the ground as if they're like shells it's great like the yeah like he
2: unloads it and then throws the uh pest dispenser away and there a kid yeah that that jerk kid who used to be a chipmunk. And he says, I was a chipmunk last year. And that kid looks so familiar. I thought he was on Little Giants. Is he on Little Giants?
0: I don't think so. I couldn't really find. You know what the movie truck.
2: that is, right? The one with Ed O'Neill and Rick Moranis? The yeah, player. they're
0: football. Yeah, that's a good one.
2: I know him from something. I don't know. But anyway, he says that he used to be a chipmunk last year. So that's why he knew where everything
0: was hidden. It gives away their whole stash.
2: Yeah. I'm and then they out. mentioned something about Seymour. What do they say about Seymour?
0: Oh, so uh, the, that's the Seymour butts joke yeah that? yeah
2: i know i was leading into yeah. the
0: joke i was yeah. gonna give that oh, to you oh well no i'm <laughs> gonna tell you some more about that joke yeah so uh, he says uh you're asking who who did it right and it's seymour butts and he's like who's seymour butts who's seymour butts and he says nobody's seymour butts than you have uncle tony so did you notice yeah. something with that scene do you notice if the lips don't line up
2: no i didn't even pay attention uh, i didn't do so so not line lip-sync?
0: up yeah, and the reason why was because they had to dub over and change the joke because again it's Disney. The original joke was Peter Fitz, and he asks, "Who's Peter Fitz? Who's Peter Fitz? Who knows who's Peter? F- who's Peter Fitz?" Then Josh replies, "Anyone's Peter Fitz if you push hard enough."
2: Oh my god, that was the original joke. That was not the original joke.
0: Yeah, yep, yep, and they had to dub wow. over. uh <laughs> they,
2: Disney was. Not i was wondering happy why was such a lame ass joke with Seymour butts.
0: That's exactly what yeah. Disney was like. We kind of don't want a dick joke from a 10 year old. Like, can we not do that, guys? So. Yeah, that's
2: an old that's an old Simpsons uh, mo prank call, by the way. Seymour butts.
0: Yep, Yeah. I've heard that one before. But yeah, I, I don't think I've ever heard Peter Fitz before. No, I, I never have. But I'm going to
2: use yeah. it from now on. Are you? you? Know, OK. Uh, the one I like to use is last name Hawk. First name Mike. You ever heard that one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've also heard it with uh, <laughs> first name Mike last name hunt. Is hunt yeah i've heard that yeah, one too, yeah so. yeah, too. yeah
2: all right <laughs> after josh is being all mouthy talking about seymour butts or peter fitz as we know now yep. uh <laughs> the next day josh is gone
0: dude yeah just gone and i love and this montage and they're, they're, they're trying to figure out what happened to him
2: yeah what the fuck happened to him everyone's asking about him there's all these random rumors and this one guy smoking a cigarette says that josh is dead and he's he yeah. has, like this adult guy with a bandana
0: that's that's the chef. That's like the only part of the, the movie he's in. His name's Peter Berg. Is the actor. Don't know if you know the guy, but he's in a bunch of movies here and there. I don't really know him, but yeah, he he's like, yeah, sorry, your friend's dead. Yeah,
2: I was like, what? Okay, yeah. this is kind of okay. weird, yeah. especially for an adult to say.
0: I do like all the lines here. Like one person's like, yeah, I heard that he's living with a homeless guy with no legs, and like all these weird different things they they heard happen to Josh.
2: I guess we'll never know. Or yep, will it's all we? a
0: mystery? Nope. You'll never know it's a mystery.
2: So now Tony's pretty pissed off, right? Tony Perkis. Yeah. So he's just getting rid of all this shit. Like he's they killed the blob man. They stabbed him. Oh, that hurts, doesn't they it? Watch it? him
0: stab the blob. They got Not rid the of blob. the go-kart.
2: Tony's going off the freaking rails. At one point in time, he's laying on a bed of nails and he has yeah. this ice block on him where someone smashes it with a hammer and he's yeah. like, This is a level seven I'm,
0: of the Perkins. <laughs> yeah, <Percocet> he's like
2: <laughs> you're six short weeks away from being here or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> the kids are getting so sick of not having food because he's, he's keeping it away from them. Right. They end up chasing a cow because they have <laughs> no food. So they're running after this cow, trying to hunt it down because they want meat.
0: Right. and Food. When, yeah. One of the kids screams, I need meat. As <laughs> chasing a cow. Oh gosh.
2: I hope they didn't catch that
0: cow. <laughs> but but later they catch a rat oh yeah 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 no anyway sorry uh
2: yeah tony wants to embarrass them again so beyond that softball game that they played now he decides to have a camp dance with the girls camp across the way it's pretty brutal like you know everyone's just standing on opposite sides of the gymnasium and it's just super awkward and at one point in time this really like pretty girl comes over and uh they're all like fighting like no she was looking at me and then she's she comes and asks where the bathroom is
0: yeah just asking about them. this whole scene kind of reminded me of like not high school dances, like middle school dances that i went to where you would spend like half the night not dancing and like being like i should go talk to that girl see that girl over i should go ask her to dance and oh, yeah. you ever do that like spend like an hour and a half like being like yeah i should go ask her to dance and you never do
2: yeah you never do it but you have the whole conversation in your head so it's yeah. kind of the same thing right
0: or, or with your buddy
2: but i looked up That that girl who walked over, she looked really familiar. So I looked her up, uh, and she was actually like a, like she got into Playboy, but she's been in like a bunch of movies as well. She's like this big time model nowadays.
0: Yeah, Lauren Hill is her name. She was in some some stuff here and there, but yeah, mostly being a model is her, her thing there.
2: Nurse Julie says that she has a friend in child welfare and says that she's going to call because she's like, this is ridiculous. He's doing this just to embarrass them? I got a friend in child wa- welfare. So she's going to get that train going. So she's already pegged uh, Tony for being a psychopath.
0: I like a... I keep forgetting his name, but the skinny guy being like, this bites as he just yeah. walks by.
2: But during that time, Pat... Is uh, talking to Julie, and Julie asked him for a dance. And what does he say, Chris?
0: Oh man, what is the thing he says? He uh, he he says no, of course. But I can't remember how he says it.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say he says no. Yeah, he says no. <laughs> and he,
0: he does it with, like a dumb excuse. I can't
2: remember. No, I don't really like this song. <laughs> and then the guy that you're talking about, the skinny camp Tim, counselor. Tim. Tim is like, you know, we got to do something about this. And he starts dancing all crazy. So everybody's going to join in. And it's this ridiculously crazy dance that nobody yeah. else would do. But then people the start joining up.
0: in. Well, he love goes up. And he's like, what are you doing? You look crazy. It's like, I'm saving the dance. And he's like, yeah. Dancing <laughs> and then he's like, it's called boogie fever. It's going to spread. <laughs> we'll start dancing. All the Then the girls will start dancing. Everybody be dancing.
2: <laughs> I guess somehow Perkis saw that everybody was having a good time. So he gets super pissed off kicks all the lights on music mm-hmm. shut off. And then he tells everybody at the dance,
0: dance is over. Cover the, put away the fruit. The flies will be out soon. The bugs will be out yeah. soon.
2: And later on, Jerry is out there and he sits on this go-kart and mm-hmm. that's all. He was so excited to ride a go-kart and then they disassembled him. That was like a big part of uh, why he was so upset. Yeah,
0: he, and when he was complaining about everything, his dad was like, I sent you to fat camp, not to go-kart camp.
2: Yeah. So when they're complaining to their parents, their parents basically just don't believe him. Uh Jerry's sitting in that cart and Pat just decides to uh, talk to him and starts pushing him around, like pushing him through the, the track and just having fun. He talks to him about a jump. He's like, get ready for the jump. He's like, this thing jumps. And then he pushes. It doesn't it jump. It flies.
0: But, but it doesn't later, jump. Later it'll fly.
2: Yeah. He's like, oh, that's awesome. Let's do it again. And he's like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe a few years. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Poor, poor Pat. <laughs> when I catch my breath. After that, Jerry goes back to the cabin. Yeah, he's talking to the other chipmunks. All of a sudden, Josh comes back. This seems all, uh, super weird. Although one flew over the cuckoo's nest. He starts acting really super weird. And everybody's like, what the heck is going on? Josh he acts like he's lobotomized. Bad.
0: Josh yeah, good now.
2: So he acts like he was lobotomized. And then all of a sudden, he just snaps out of it. He's like, ah, I'm just messing with you guys. My dad's a lawyer, and he threatened to sue. So they sent me back here. And they're like, dude, you don't, you, you don't want to come back here.
0: Yeah, why would he come back in the middle of the night?
2: I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. It's strange. He just he didn't want to wait till the morning, I guess. Either that or he's been hiding somewhere the whole time.
0: <laughs> It'll be funny if I go in the middle of the night and I feel like I'm lobotomized.
2: And then they ask him what what was it like on the outside, because they're like inside prison, basically. <laughs> yeah, right. He said, uh, so now they're like, it's not it's not good in here, man. Perkus took everything, not a gummy bear in sight. After that, they decide to go into this cabin. Uh I guess that's where Tony Perkins is staying.
0: Yeah, it's like it's his, getting to Tony his main cabin. cabin. They're gonna break in and try to get some of the snacks back.
2: He's going out for a run, acting super douchey to everybody that he runs past. <laughs> yeah. And they sneak in as they are as they're in there, they discover all of this advertising stuff that Tony <laughs> Perkins is trying to sell. One of the right. things is size with Tony. And he's like, that's me. I'm skinny. And it's our main character, Jerry, but it's on a skinny body. And his face is superimposed on the kid's body. Yeah.
0: And he's up on on uh, Ben Stiller's shoulders. It's, it's so weird.
2: So as they're going through, digging through the drawers, looking for the candy, they find letters to home that they, they all wrote. And they were trying to send letters to home. And like you were talking about earlier, when he was complaining about the, the go-karts and stuff, he actually talked to his dad over the phone. But all these kids are drafting these letters to their to their parents and he uh jerry is actually writing one to his grandma as well
0: right yes yep yep it was a that voiceover is like a letter to his grandma which is never got mailed it's there in that trunk by the way if you were like hiding mail and not sending it off wouldn't you just destroy them, like burn them or something why would you keep them?
2: yeah i mean you're at a camp right There's gonna be
0: I, I campfires everywhere all right i wouldn't save them that that's weird that's super weird but percus is pretty
2: weird and guess what he's coming back
0: yeah so now we gotta be worried he, when he's running, he finds the log on the ground. He's like, get out of here come with me, you devil log and like, picks it, up yeah. and, like
2: <laughs> picks it up and starts running with it. They get a warning by the kid who's keeping watch and they're trying to all get out. But that one kid who had the chocolate strapped to him in the beginning, Nick Nicholas, right? uh, he's in the kitchen eating. some what is he eating? Peanut
0: butter? Uh, It looks like it. Yeah. You know, so his name is Nicholas. I forgot this earlier, but I'm going to bring it up now because uh, uh, when he first like says hi to the kids and whatnot at the start of the camp, um, he points at him and says, I see the future president of the United States. He's england or he's from England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's
2: English. Yeah. That's right. That's um, the quote you said uh last week, right?
0: Yeah. And then I forgot to mention also though when he says, I see a future rap star, he like looks at Keenan. It's like that's racist, dude. Like you're <laughs> like a black kid. Yeah. Sorry, that was wow. that's just an aside but yeah, I, I forgot earlier. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Nicholas is sitting there eating food on the, the floor. Yeah, so so he has
2: to get in there, Jerry gets in there, he decides to go back and take one from the team and try to Get Nicholas out of there. So he, so he's like, he's coming. We gotta get out of here, man. Yeah. What are so you he doing? Pushing him out the window. <laughs> so and then did. what happens? He farts. Of course, he farts right, right For in his face. And at this time, Ben Stiller is. Already in his front door, and they're trying to hurry up and get out. And Ben Stiller, I guess, smells the fart, right? <laughs> he's yeah, he's like sniff
0: the air. Uh, someone's been in
2: here. They get out of the of the window in the nick of time. They run and hide behind some trees. They don't run back and just cut in behind the building. So when he looks out the <laughs> right. window, they can't see him. They run yeah. all the way out in the field to hide behind the trees.
0: Yeah, you need the sight gag of like them all being there and then immediately being behind the tree right before he sticks his head out. It's a, yeah, a silly sight gag. So
2: after they get away, they they're super happy about it. They finally. Narrowly escaped. They hear a food wrapper. Yeah, and they're right at like the toilet stalls or something like that, and they hear a food wrapper. And one kid's like, "That's food." And they open the door, and there's a kid eating a burger
0: inside one of the toilet stalls. <laughs> right. Where'd you get that? I found it. You found it. What? Yeah. Tell us the truth. Yeah. That, that's. I, I love that whole scene there. I so found when, it. Where did he? Uh, where did he get it from, though, Chris? He, he got it from that kid who uh, revealed the stash. Um, yeah, earlier. the kid
2: who was a former. He was a former chipmunk yeah so that we
0: we see yeah yeah chipmunk yeah we see a sequence of him selling back their stash to them which is real like smart on his side i guess right hiding in that that, uh stump and selling them back their own stash that's a good way to get rich, right
2: so they're constantly going over there and uncovering and getting their food that they get there's a a lot of stuff he's given them
0: it's all the stuff he took from him gotta sell it all back to him
2: well now with parents day around the corner they got to they it's about to go to weigh-ins and he's like yeah. hey parents day's coming soon remember to wear your name tags i don't think they'll recognize you because they all lost so much weight right after yep. this whole huge montage of them uh, <laughs> eating all know, getting all that stuff. food from the from the tree stump so as they weigh in at the halfway point the kids are gaining weight nobody is losing weight yeah. at all
0: yeah cheaters cheaters like jerry yeah and i, I love when uh, i think it's josh gets on the scale he's like yep. okay get on the scale get off the scale <laughs>
2: yeah like immediately so he's all excited right because he he had to tell them to stop he had to tell kenny to stop recording this infomercial he's like yelling at them all and then he's like all right turn it back on all right josh you're next up and he's all in this great mood and then he's like hop on the scale buddy and then get off the scale (laughs) it's all pissed
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's great uh and And then he uh, turns
2: around and and goes out to the corner and starts talking to little tony
0: how you doing little tony not good why not?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's fucking weird. That's a weird little it. little scene yeah, right there.
0: Stuff's bad. Why is it bad? It's not my fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's your fault. And like turns. This-
2: yeah, I don't know. But anyway, he's taken out on them to the point where he's making them run a 20 mile hike or hike a 20 mile hike. And it's not a uh, not very good.
0: But Yeah, so then Pat tells uh, Jerry, you got to get through the hike. I will take care of stuff on this side, but you have to get into that hike tomorrow.
2: Yeah, that's when they're talking on the dock, right? Pat reveals that he wants more than what he's done as well. He kind of gives this little inspirational speech to him. He talks about how he's always wanted to score the winning touchdown, and he's like, you know what? I never score a winning point in anything.
0: Yeah, th- I really like the Pat character in this. He A bit of a problem with this movie is most of the kids are pretty interchangeable. Like, they're just a quagmire of kids. I feel like this movie had an issue where they made the kids. They're going to have the kids, as the main, and they realize they need to have adults be the characters. Cause most of the kids are not very good actors. Um, besides like Keenan Thompson, the rest are yeah. pretty bad.
2: Yeah. Very true. I mean, but they're just like the, uh, you know, relatable little comedic
0: relief yeah. type of thing.
2: There are a lot of movies like that. Like we talked about little giants, big green, like all those movies yeah. that came out that was mainly like kid centric.
0: Yeah. But I, I mean, what's the personality of the kids? You know what I mean? Like, most of them don't really have personalities.
2: Yeah, I agree. Besides, not, not a whole jo- lot of depth to the characters.
0: Yeah, Josh is the Joker. Uh, Roy is Keenan. I don't know. The Smoker. <laughs> know.
2: And then the next person yeah. is the Midnight toker.
0: Yep, that's true. The Joker, the toker, and then... Yep, you're right. Where's no, the Space look. Cowboy at?
2: Nope, okay. Anyway.
0: There is no Space Cowboy. That's the, that's the kid with the stick.
2: So as they're sitting up there on the dock, they say, he is one, we are many. So they're basically talking about their mutiny that they're yep. planning. Fast forward to that 20-mile hike, the beginning of it, where he's telling this BS story about Icarus rolling a
0: ball up a hill. Is, <laughs> is he
2: confusing multiple... Yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah. Icarus is the one there? who the I know the wings. Icarus. Yeah, and then S- S- Sisyphus, is that right? Who does Is the, that the one
2: that ha- rolls the ball up?
0: Yeah, it has to roll the ball up the, the hill every day. I believe that's Sisyphus. And then it falls back down, and he has to roll it up every single day again. But yeah, he, like, combines those two stories.
2: I knew I could count on you to fill that in. You're welcome. <laughs> I I, I might be wrong on that. During the hike, uh, we're back at the camp now and the adults, the adult members of the camp are talking and Julie reveals that child welfare cannot come for two weeks. So they think there's some sort of child abuse going on. They're like, yeah, give us two weeks. We'll be out
0: there. I mean, to be fair, they're in the middle of North Carolina where everybody comes by plane. So I guess maybe it's nowhere near anything. I don't know. Is there an airport? I don't know you think child welfare could get there quicker.
2: I don't know. I guess people don't care about kids when you can't get to them that easily.
0: Not in the 90s. That's
2: true. So we get to this point during the hike where they're on the edge of this cliff, and Tony Perkis is doing, like, Tai Chi. You know what Tai Chi is? Yeah,
0: yeah. The not, weird, like...
2: not chai tea, but Tai Chi.
0: <laughs> you know, I confuse those two quite often. I burned my lap more than once trying to kick a, a cup, so...
2: <laughs> So, uh, Tai Chi is something that I've always wanted to participate in, and I grew up in Southern California. Like I said, like I say, way too much because I'm super proud of being Southern California. California? I am actually. Thanks for asking, man. Nobody ever asked.
0: I know, right? I just wanted to know where you're from, Southern California. But I live
2: real close to Garden Grove, and in Garden Grove, there's a very large Asian community. And as I was always Southern California, it is. And as I was going past this park called Mile Square Park, which is in Southern California, that's also. uh, I would always see early morning like right at sunrise this large group of people doing these like exercises and it's it's this weird half martial arts half yoga type of exercise i always wanted to participate in it never like had the guts to go over there and talk to him or anything but i've always been so intrigued by it but anyway that's what he's doing here kids
0: are north carolina and not southern california Exactly. So, okay.
2: And these kids are planning their mutiny where they say, I'd say we push him. No jury in the world will convict us. So they're trying to push him off this (laughs) damn cliff.
0: Too messy. Yeah, one of them's like, no, that's too messy. We can do it better.
2: Tony feels so great about how far they've come on this hike that he decides to extend it indefinitely, saying that they're not going to go back to the the camp until they're skinny.
0: Dude, when he jumps out on that branch, by the way, doesn't that freak you out? Swings out on the branch and stuff over the cliffside. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. Freaky, dude. I'm like, I'm like, that branch is gonna break and you're going to die. Why would you do this?
2: I don't know because he's psycho. It's like the kids they say they
0: need a break, right?
2: Yeah, and they come up with this easier plan where they say they're they're arguing while he's kind of doing his, you know, talking to himself or whatever. And he's like, "What's going on?" And they're like, he says that you can't do a sit up <laughs> when you can't see and hear. And of course, he falls for that for some reason. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like, "Yeah, I'll sh- I'll show you. I'm all about myth busting."
0: Yeah, I'll break it. I'll bust any myth that has to do with uh, fitness, whatever. It's like, why is this a myth?
2: It's not at all. So yeah. he lays down, he closes his eyes, and he goes to do a sit-up. And Josh stands on top of him and basically pulls his pants down so his butt's right in his face. Yep. And then he yells something weird and like starts karate chopping Josh. He's <laughs> in the
0: back, yeah.
2: And then he starts chasing him around Josh stops at the bottom of this hill and turns around and Tony Perkins falls into this pit so did they have that I don't understand because they were in the middle of this long ass hike how did they know that there was a
0: pit there the movie doesn't explain this did they sneak off and dig this pit like I don't I don't know the movie doesn't explain there's it no all. way
2: they could have dug a pit that deep and covered it because no. it was covered like it was intentional
0: yeah I don't know what was going on with that but but it's convenient for the plot.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. So they come up with a, a a plan. And later on, we see the adults. So they're talking to the adults. I believe it's Jerry and Pat having a discussion. Pat comes up and says, we have a plan to get rid of Tony. And Jerry says, so do we. And they take <laughs> him to Tony that's tied up in this little
0: shed. In a freaking torture chamber. Did you expect this to be like a prequel to Saw when you uh when you <laughs>
2: No, not at all. But now that I know that Tom, Tim, Tim, yep. Yeah, I got it. The skinny one. Now that that Tim was a part of it, that makes a lot more sense now. Uh, Wait, that doesn't make any sense.
0: No, No, because (laughs) Kerry Elwes was.
2: (laughs) The guy who looks like Lars. All right, we got to cut this out.
0: <laughs> no, we don't. We're leaving this in because your connection was completely wrong. And then I went along with it. And I was like, wait, what is he talking about? Just because Lars kind of looks like a sexy Carrie Elwes. No. Why do you got to confuse me like that? No, do, by the way, since we're in this little side tangent, my brain sees Tim kind of looks like a poor man's, uh, uh, what is his name? He was on Full House and he was the host of Funniest Home Videos. Bob Saget. Oh, Bob Saget. Yeah, yeah. Kind of looks like okay. a poor man's Bob Saget, doesn't he? Yeah, a little bit. I could see that. Okay. But he was not in Saw, so that doesn't really count, does it? Okay, back at it.
2: So... Pat gets in there and he's like, what are you guys doing? You can't do this. We got to do this the right way, not like this. So he almost unties Tony Perkis and then Tony's like, I'm going to give you a well-delivered place kick right to the groin.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> you can never like, have children.
2: So you can never have children. He's like, oh, okay, well, you're staying here now, so that's cool. It doesn't show how they do this, but how do they overpower the other members of Team Perkis? Like Lars, that's a, that's a fit guy and all these kids just overpower arm
0: to a tree i guess it's just like that question of like how many uh kindergartners could you fight you, you've heard that one before right
2: like, yeah and so far i have not meet uh met the max number because they're weak as shit
0: <laughs> okay
2: I, i've <laughs> beat up some kindergartens in my time
0: okay what if it's like a bunch of fat 12 year olds how many of those could you fight oh wow i don't know well, whatever that number is, Lars found that number and got captured by him.
2: Did you bring up kindergarten because it's a German word? No. <laughs> I was just wondering, because Lars is German. Close enough. All right. Anyway, so they tie Lars to the tree and they start lathering honey on his chest. And they yeah. say that the woods are full of bears. We're trying to get them nice and scared before they leave. And then I believe it's Nick who comes back, right? And he's like asking Nick to let him go. And then Nick punches him like right in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. So was- as they're walk as they're walking away, they're asking one person asks another if there truly is bears in the woods, yeah. and they're like, Of course not. And then all of a sudden you hear like this loud, high-pitched girlish <laughs> scream coming from Lars. Yep. And they're like, Oh my God. And you run back, and uh it's a deer just there next to Lars, and he's screaming, and he's like, I'm a vegetarian. Like <laughs> he's scared of a deer because he's a vegetarian. Save I don't me. understand have a mm-hmm. heart yeah that was pretty
0: funny yeah it's, it's great
2: after that it shows us in this little torture chamber again with tony they're playing on this boom box it, it's almost like one of those uh what is it called where, the, where you feel good about yourself you keep listening to this tape it's over and over kind of thing yeah affirmation that's it sure, it's almost yeah. like an affirmation clip but it's the opposite it's like saying that tony sucks
0: it's play off of the whole value do you have any that kind of thing that he did it earlier it's
2: so tony gets super pissed off and he starts running to the gate because he's enclosed in this metal fence and he grabs the fence and he gets electrified
0: yeah could you do that with a car battery like electrify a fence with it i don't even know if that's a possibility
2: i don't know i mean i'm guessing you could run some kind of current through it yeah, but i, I don't know if it would be enough car to, battery i don't think it'd be enough to do that
0: it would probably drain the car battery really fast too i assume
2: yeah you so, know i have seen a car battery arc though yeah somebody somebody that i was working with was taking a battery, you know, un- unscrewing a battery and okay. the ratchet touched from one side to the other and oh, it immediately sparked and then started glowing red
0: oh like the, the battery itself did
2: the battery yeah the posts were glowing posted, red
0: oh geez gross that's yeah and we had to
2: like hit it off with a piece of wood so it wouldn't you know, cause we can't touch it with metal or a hand so uh, we had to hit yeah. it off because it was like fusing to it like wow. it was welding itself to the ratchet
0: jeez that's crazy
2: yeah, so i'm guessing it would generate enough uh, electricity to shock
0: him yeah yeah okay wow
2: after that all the counselors are gone and tony's gone and they get into this dis- Disgusting food eating montage. So we talked <laughs> about the first one where the, the chocolates all melted all over that kid. This mm-hmm. one is horrible. It's yeah, so yeah, freaking gross.
0: dude. Tim is a freaking s'more out there running around with all the kids.
2: It's disgusting, man. If anything's going to make you lose weight about watching this movie, it's watching this <laughs> scene. Cause you're just like, yeah. Oh, that's so gross.
0: Did you notice that the character, the main character, Jerry, isn't in the, those scenes much at all? I did not. Okay. So I guess I wasn't
2: because like, it was just, it was just a crazy yeah. like flashback and forth. So I yeah. guess I didn't really so, notice.
0: Well, well, he broke his arm during that scene like wow he, how yeah, he, he said he like slipped on the grass or whatever or maybe slipped on some of the food that got dropped or whatever but, yeah he slipped and landed on his arm and broke his arm uh, i don't think it was a full like terrible break because um this wasn't this was filmed like during the like kind of in the middle of the the time they were filming they had like a removable cast that he had to wear so they could take it off during other scenes
2: uh, imagine yeah. having a cast and then having to take it off
0: yeah yeah it was like two parts would pop off both sides and then he'd take it off other scenes that they because they saw filming the film the movie wow he must yeah. have got
2: compensated extra for that that's
0: rough i don't know kid actors in the 90s who knows you know who doesn't join that old or- food orgy pat yep he stays with uh with julie julia julie
2: so, brown um, chicken brown cow you know what i'm saying
0: i do i do what you're talking about so i'm actually gonna clip this audio into the show right here but i'm gonna let you listen to some audio here
2: oh so oh. that's what sex is like That was your first time? No, no, of course not. First time today
0: first time today the deleted scene there that we we just shared shows that he uh, was a virgin before this good good for you pat choosing sex over food
2: would anybody uh, really say that though like afterward and be like so that's what it's like
0: <laughs> right yeah No. there's a lot of deleted scenes from this, this movie sadly not all of them are available but that's that's one of the best ones from it there is him being like yeah i'm a virgin you know right after having yeah. sex
2: i i just don't understand imagine like trying something for the first time like a like a piece of cake right there's like german chocolate cake and you've never tried it before so your very first bite you're like oh wow this is really good you don't eat the entire cake and then say so that's what german chocolate cake's <laughs> like right? you know you know, be like oh so now that i'm done with it now i i'll reflect on it you don't do should that he said it,
0: should he said it during so this is what sex is like as he's going like no he just like oh this is good you don't have to
2: you don't have to you don't have to, don't have to wrap it up <laughs> I you mean, you should wrap it up, but you know, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. I hope
0: yeah, she's a nurse. I'm sure they have the. Yeah, proper, yeah, you know.
2: she'll be able to identify any. any Let's
0: talk about wrapping up. up. <laughs> Let's wrap up this conversation and continue on. What happens then? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh so after their terrible food eating montage, they wake up feeling so disgusted. And Pat comes from around the corner and he says, You feel like you guys learned a lesson? <laughs> and one of the kids says, Don't put Twinkies on your pizza. which sounds yeah, like that's absolutely that's
0: disgusting. Yeah, Keenan yeah. says that. Ugh. You
2: mean Roy? Yeah, Roy. Pat says they need to learn self-control. And he says that they need to start by being productive. And they actually are being productive, right? They do, they're they're running together and jumping jacks, and they're doing like a lot of super productive things. And Including painting it and changing it back to Camp Hope and all that stuff, right?
0: And learning how to cook. But to be fair, yeah. though, uh, pasta primavera is probably not that much better for you than candy. You know, like it's just pure carbs. But yeah, still. I mean,
2: it's pretty. It's pretty loaded. It's it's yeah. it's not that. It's not the best thing. But it's better than
0: Twinkies on pizza, I guess.
2: So earlier we were halfway to Parents Day, and now Parents Day has come. And do you remember what Jerry's dad said to him? Dude, Jerry's dad is an
0: asshole. Yeah, it's so good to see you. You look great. <laughs> he he looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, lost look at, at you you look the same what's going on here <laughs> yeah his dad is such a jerk
2: but while the parents are there nicholas is standing guard over tony maybe because well, his parents didn't nicholas. come all the way um, i'm guessing that his okay. parents aren't there his parents are you that know, makes sense because
0: in... he is from england yeah well, so totally he's standing
2: england. guard and tony says don't be frightened nicholas i'm a beaten man <laughs> Like yeah. he's, he's like, I'm, I'm weak. <laughs> and they hold another assembly for the parents. And they start playing this promotional video that changes from a promotional video for Camp Hope to a video showing how bad it truly was. Right, doesn't, it
0: say, doesn't Camp Hope turn into Camp Hell?
2: Yeah, exactly. Because they pay. They have to pay. We kind of skip past this, but they have to pay Kenny to edit that video, right? Take his video footage right. and edit out the, the bad stuff. Or edit in the bad stuff, I should say. Perkis gets some stuff from Nicholas. Uh, utensil, is that what it is? It's a fork, right? Yeah. He gets his food from him. With With the fork, he shuts down the electric fence.
0: Yeah, I don't know how he does that, but he shorts out the the electricity magic.
2: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't get electrocuted doing it, so I guess it's okay. And then, ooh, he has candy. And then, yeah, so with his food, it's wrapped in tinfoil, and he makes this fake Hershey's kiss (laughs) and offers it to Nicholas. And this English kid is so
0: stupid. This guy I've had locked up for like days has candy hidden in there. Like why would, what a stupid kid.
2: I don't know, man. He's, he's, he wants chocolate. All right. Chocolate's good. So as he goes to hand it to Nicholas, he drops it intentionally. Of course, that's the super creepy part. Like he grabs Nicholas. And like like snatches him up next to the fence,
0: holding his head there. Child abuse.
2: Flashes back to the assembly where they're showing the video about how terrible Tony is. A lot of the parents are like, "Oh my god, I didn't know that you were going through this and all that." Tony shows up at the end of the little clip and he's like <laughs> clapping and stuff. Dude,
0: right? And he's up in the windowsill, like he like he was watching it from up in the windowsill.
2: And he's like, "Oh, that was so great," but I don't think the villain was represented very well, or something like that. Yeah, he, yeah. About he's like
0: uh, that cinematography, so great, but the villain's a little. Over the top.
2: And then he does like a backflip onto the floor.
0: <laughs> and then immediately he's like, ouch. Like as he hurts himself doing it.
2: And then he's going for straight for Jerry. He starts walking on glass, like he breaks glass intentionally to walk on it to show how yeah. crazy and tough yeah. he is.
0: Explaining how you have to be stronger. I'm stronger than you. I'm more powerful than you. Yeah, as he's like breaking glass and stepping
2: on it, and then Jerry's dad, as he gets up there, punches him,
0: and I'm like, "Yeah, Jerry's
2: dad! Finally, you're not being a douchebag." To- Tony gets up and he starts doing backhand springs. Oh, he actually hits Jerry's dad first, he stomach. and then he starts doing backhand springs and then falls. And there's this yeah. weird scene between Jerry and Pat where they look at each other and smile, and then look down, and I'm like, "What did I miss?" I actually rewound to figure out what I missed
0: I think it just was For- like the problem solved itself. Kind I think as he slides I thought, on the wall.
2: I thought I missed something to where like Pat stuck his leg out and tripped him or something. I, I was just like, I what the heck
0: is so. No, he happened, didn't. I never but, I said, no.
2: I, but the way that they were looking at each other, it looked like he realized that Pat did something to sabotage yeah. his backflips. So after his fall, it fast forward and it shows uh, his dad and Perkis Senior right yeah which and by the Pat's, way
0: ben stiller's yeah. literal dad is in this movie and they don't have <laughs> him play his real dad
2: no, no no they have ben stiller play his own dad in yeah, a, of course you know white wig <laughs> cap yeah that's how you got to do it pat is talking to him and he says thanks for coming down mr Perkis. i'm sorry to bother you with that and he says call me papa
0: <laughs> yeah, Papa Perkins yeah. Okay And then he's going to close the camp, right? Yeah,
2: he's he's talking about how he needs to shut the camp down He doesn't have enough time to deal with this He takes Tony into the car And locks him in there He's like, I would stick around, but I got things
0: to do And blah, 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 right? Oh, and we don't want to go home
2: Yeah, so the kids are really petitioning to keep it open He has to leave somebody in charge And he'll leave it open But which adult has been there the longest? So they start listing their 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 time, their years of service I should say Yeah, And it gets to Pat, and Pat says he's been there for 18 years so he appoints him as the person in charge
0: and then the movie should have just ended right there
2: it should have it would yeah. have been fine but the, there's still some my,
0: more stuff to do yeah but this is my biggest par- problem with the movie it should have ended right here there's some fun stuff but the rest of the movie doesn't need to be there well, you
2: gotta you gotta get some things back like what you're saying is there's there's things that are implied right yeah so there, there's these implied things that happen when pat takes over they repair the blob actually i think that this is where they start painting camp hope all over the place you know they're they're rebuilding at one point in time we forgot to talk about this earlier but camp mvp likes to come and and sabotage and oh you know graffiti and all that stuff and drive by the boat, boat saying,
0: you stink, you stink, you stink, exactly. you stink, <laughs> like over and over again.
2: So they decide to steal the motor from the boat of Camp MVP, and they put it into this go-kart that they were yeah. so happy to uh, start driving. So now it's time for the Apache Re- the Apache, Relay, Apache Relay, right?
0: Yeah, which, by um, the way, this was 1990s, so the appropriate cultural appropriation, appropriation. that occurs here is a little rough.
2: So, you ever remember this is a little off topic, but you remember a movie called uh, Man of the House with Tim Allen and, uh, oh, wait, no, Chevy Chase. Sorry, Chevy Chevy Chase 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 and and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes, and uh, I was for a second. For a second, I was thinking of Home Improvement, where (laughs) where they wear they wear like the uh, feathers and like, "Hey, how are you, Jack?" Fine, thanks. How are you? So I
0: I know I'm a bit older than you, but dude, in the '90s, Native American stuff we culturally appropriated like constantly in '90s. You know, that was like very common. I think
2: you have to make you you have to draw the line to whether it was cultural appropriation or I don't know honoring, imitating imitation is number one form of flattery, right? I mean, yeah, but do you really was... feel like you were doing it in an ironic way? I mean, no. I know in movies it's... like comedy movies, yeah,
0: sure. We were taking their, their culture as a costume, is what it was. You know, it really was like looking back on it, it's like we just it was a costume, you know, and it, it's not okay. <laughs> It never was okay, but you're right. Yeah, it's what we did back then. So sorry about that. But anyways, Apache relay. (laughs)
2: Yeah, they have tons of different (laughs) obstacles. They have a wall climb sack race. There's one part where Josh shaves a balloon because he's the only person who shaves their face. Yeah. So I do love the shot of that
0: other kid trying to shave the balloon and popping over and over again. Pop, pop, pop as he's like trying to shave the balloon. The camp MVP kid. You remember that
2: yeah and they're actually catching up to camp mvp and they added some things like there's a a math one who is that's kenny right kenny the cameraman who's dressed up as einstein yeah. and <laughs> they ask him what the question is or the answer to a math question he says nine and he's like the answer is nine he's like nine <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like no, nine I say, is german
0: <laughs> or no <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> Or no, you're wrong
0: yeah. and then and uh, then God. she asks for five vice presidents which I would I don't know if I could name five vice presidents. She meaning
2: Julie, right? Yeah, Julie. Yes. The, the, the nurse nurse. And <laughs> I, I agree with you as they were doing that. I was like, do I know five? I don't even yeah. know if I know the most recent five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know what I could, I would cheat though. Cause like Thomas Jefferson and uh, John Adams were both vice presidents before okay. they became president.
2: What so. about the guy who took over after Kennedy?
0: LGB, LGB, LGBTQ. Wait, Lyndon, LBJ, Lyndon Johnson. B. Johnson. Ah, yeah. we got it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, we just, Teddy Roosevelt was a vice president at one point. See, I'll just cheat that way. Yeah, um, okay. Pence. G- Grant. Um, Lincoln uh, died, yeah. and Grant took over. See, we got the guy his president.
2: Al, whatever his name is, he uh, was also Biden. a vice. Yep, that guy. Yep. Yeah, Al Gore. Wow. I am an expert in this. Wow. Yeah, Dan Quayle. Um, I didn't think I was this good.
0: Okay, anyways. But all right. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you Americans don't know anything about history.
2: Yeah just like just like we proved right now we're pretty crappy at Nailed it at least it. for at least for that but to be fair he probably needed to take that he needed to study American history. I mean, I know we have several years in school for that, but he probably <laughs> needed a crash course on it in order to get immigrated. If he did this actually immigrate here. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, they go to this go-kart race where they have this boat motor well, so inside do of you, the go-kart.
0: Do you notice here that it's like implied that he has never driven the go-kart before this. Yeah, Is honestly, the yeah. damn, dude. Yeah.
2: And that's what I, I wrote. How did Jerry practice? I wrote that down. Did Jerry yeah. practice question mark? Cause I'm like, I don't ever, remember him practicing but he is a great driver.
0: Yeah but it implies that like he's seeing the go-kart for the first time he sees the helmet for the first time. And so it's like, okay, he never drove this thing before. And now he's going to win the race. What's wrong with you?
2: Yeah. And the only time he drove before this is when Pat was pushing him where the steering wheel came off at the end. So was he even really steering? (laughs) But he does the MVP camp MVP kid gets in front of him right at like this tree and just kind of cuts him off. He's fallen behind. And then he finally, what does he do? What does he do to get ahead?
0: He hits the turbo button and flies.
2: He flies. He jumps. He jumps. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. sailing through the air flying like an eagle
0: real dangerous by the way landing on the front of the other go-kart you get hurt
2: oh yeah like right over the top of it too
0: i mean good thing the roll cage is there but still come on danger guys
2: but after that who gets the trophy
0: uh the lake does camp hope for the oh, first well, yeah. time and then the yeah, lake. Yeah. and then lake <laughs> so camp like hope
2: that, yeah. gets the trophy for the very first time over camp mvp camp mvp says that they're filing a formal protest yeah. and they want the cup pat says We'll airmail it to you. And he hands it to one of the camp guys and they throw it into the lake. Same stick kid. The stick kid. Yeah. And he
0: chucks it into the lake. And then he goes swimming after it. Right?
2: Yep. And they say that he's crazy.
0: You're crazy.
2: Yeah. Crazy. Crazy about my girl. (laughs) You bet I'm crazy. Crazy about my
0: gal. (laughs) That line hurts so much. That's such a bad line. Even then, when I was a kid watching this, I knew it was a bad line.
2: What about the next line? The line that ends the movie?
0: What's that Hey, Pat?
2: Thanks for the best damn summer of my life.
0: That's a bad line, too.
2: That's a terrible line. And then credits rule.
0: And then at the end of the credits, for those of you who didn't watch the end of the credits. The end of the credits.
2: I I remember this. I remember this. It was Tony. Yep. And he's a door-to-door salesman now.
0: (laughs) Selling healing crystals. I don't like to call them healing crystals. I like to call them enhancement crystals or something like that. Like... Life improvement crystals, some crap like that. And then the doors get slammed in his face.
2: Cause that's that's it. He's terrible. Yep.
0: And then that's the movie. We we nailed it. That is the movie called Heavyweights. So Josh, what did you think of this movie?
2: I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Definitely gave me that 90s feel. I think there was some funny parts in it.
0: I try to figure out with this movie how much I actually like it versus how much of it is nostalgia. And I think a lot of it is nostalgia. And this movie is pretty good, though. It is. There's some opportunities with it. Opportunities. I like it. Opportunities. That's me being nice. And So another thing we do here is uh, the box office. So Mm. I will tell you that this movie, like I mentioned earlier, it was produced for uh, Disney. It's under performed because they didn't really know how to sell it because it was such a weird movie that they had to try to make into a kid's movie so it came out in 1995 give me a guess of the domestic box office
2: okay well back then movies weren't really raking in the dough as much as now uh i hope i don't overshoot but i'm gonna say 70 million
0: yeah you overshot 17.6 million what yeah it did not do you're well. talking
2: are you talking about earnings or are you talking about budget
0: no that's earnings yeah
2: wow yeah that's extremely low
0: Yeah, it did really poorly. Uh, Yeah, it only opened to six million, and you did seventeen million in total. That's
2: that's theaters and what's it called reproduction.
0: Uh, That's just the domestic release. Yeah. So, um, wow. Yeah, just so you can kind of see. what it looked like its opening weekend was third place behind the Brady Bunch movie. And I don't know if you've ever heard of a Sean Connery movie called Just Cause.
2: Nope. Never heard of it. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. Then they both beat it there. Like that's how bad it did. It opened third in the box office for the weekend.
2: Wow.
0: So, so yeah, it was, it didn't do great. Um talking about not great. How about the Rotten Tomato score?
2: All right, percentage for rotten tomatoes, tomatoes, yep.
0: tomatoes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, percentage for rotten tomatoes, I would say 46%.
0: Before I say this number, I'm going to call it into question because when you actually click on it and look at the reviews, none of them are from 95. Like they're from like 2000, 2004, yeah, yeah. People watching it recently. Yeah, like, but they're still critics, but overall, it has a 29%. Okay, from seven I'd see that. I, I yeah. think
2: I like to say I'm kind of like a over half, less than half, and I thought it was less than half, but I didn't think it was that long. Low, but like I said, you were talking about how nostalgic it was and stuff. I figured people would maybe rate it a little bit higher, but that's super low.
0: It is. So talking about rating it, though, how would you rate it?
2: Uh, I would give it a solid two, maybe two and a half. That's fair, but I think I think I'd probably give it a two.
0: I think there's some solid good jokes in this movie. There's some funny parts, but that last. 15 20 minutes is so unneeded and so even as somebody who's bringing the movie i'd give this only a three okay i think that there's a lot this movie could have done better and the fact that this movie had this weird split personality of not knowing what it wanted to be um you can definitely yeah. tell that it's kind of earlier judd apatow stuff you know he didn't know what he was doing yet
2: yeah unlike freaks and geeks too bad we don't do tv shows i'd love to cover freaks and geeks
0: yeah came out with like 99 freaks and geeks so that's like four mm-hmm. years later so he kind of yeah. knew what he was doing at that point. Yeah, they, this. They, I've seen worse movies, but this one is definitely one that I still watch because I have the nostalgia for it.
2: Understandable.
0: So that was that. That was this week's movie, Josh.
2: How about next oh, week? Oh, I have a movie planned for next week. You ready? I got a quote for you.
0: Sounds great.
2: Did I stutter? Everybody getting all quiet and shit? About a minute ago, it was like an Elk's Lodge up in this motherfucker. Now it's as quiet as a church. What do you think?
0: Uh, an Elk's Lodge. I'm gonna do what you do where i'm like picking on wo- words here and elks lodge I, is it that it's that uh you know it's that one movie where uh um what the flintstones <laughs> no yeah no uh where ray romano wants to be mayor welcome to mooseport that's the movie right oh, oh yeah. deborah yeah.
2: i've never so heard of mean, that
0: movie him versus gene hackman they want to be mayor or something out like of this town and oh. it's called <laughs> i saw the trailer for it that's what we're gonna watch right
2: no 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 close okay, no but not close at no. all <laughs>
0: okay well
2: Anyway, uh, stick around to hear what that movie is going to be. Chris, how do they get a hold of us?
0: Yeah, so if you would like, you can send us an email at guyscast at gmail.com or uh, check out our Facebook page, Scuba Guys, on Facebook. And there's a group there with a bunch of wonderful people. Come join us. Yeah,
2: it's going to be great next week. Super excited about this movie, Chris. I think you're going to love it. I know for a fact you haven't seen it. And if you guys know what it is, let us know that you know
0: about yeah. it. He's, he's right. I have never seen Welcome to Movesport. I don't think it's Welcome to Movesport. It's not, not that watch, movie, though. Do not watch Welcome to Movesport. All I right, everybody. Watch it.
2: We will talk to you next week. Stick around on our Facebook page. We've tons of updates up there. Lots of good conversation going. So we'll see you there, and we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah. well.
2: Hey, everybody, thanks for sticking around. Our movie next week is called Pool Hall Junkies. It's our newest movie to date, 2002, and it's a movie that hardly anybody has ever seen. It's a fantastic movie, almost impossible to find on any streaming services. So, we have a great way for you guys to watch it along with us. We'll talk about that next week, but get ready for Pool Hall Junkies. Super excited to share it with you and Chris. See you next week.
0: We'll start dancing, the girls will see how much fun we're having, and then everyone will join in. That's weird, Tim. Maybe it is, remember no fun, but I am saving the dance. Stand back and watch the match. Woo! <laughs>